What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, Fortune Favors the Bold. One of the things that I've always taught my daughters to do is to ask. I mean, everything was negotiable. And I took this back to this movie that I watched, and you've all probably watched it or heard of it. The movie's name is Clueless. Anyway, in this movie, this blonde girl, her name's Cher, her dad is a big successful attorney. And she said, Dad, I, I got this grade. And he's like, did you try to negotiate it? And she goes, well, yeah, of course. He goes, try harder because the only reason you're going to settle for that grade is if you don't want it bad enough, you won't ask. And I, in my mind, I watched that. I thought, oh, that's really cute. I could have never negotiated my grades. And, and then I started to realize that the world actually does work that way. And as I progressed in business and I progressed in my own personal development and growth, I started speaking that over my daughters. I started to say to them, look, my youngest daughter from as, as long as she can remember, I, I instilled in her, you don't actually want something unless you ask for it three times. This isn't an original Michael Munsterman concept. I had read a book um, while I was still in high school. Actually, it was called The One Minute Millionaire. And in, in this book, there was a lady that was down and out and, and she was a server at this great big banquet for the mega rich. And she overheard them speaking and their goal was to create 1,000 millionaires. And she walked up to the leader of the group, uh, a lady, and says and said something to her like, hey, I really want to be a part of your group. Um, I, I believe I can be your first person. I need this. She was trying to save her kids. Like there was just a big backstory to it. Anyway, the lady said, sorry, I don't think you're ready. And she walked away. A little while later, the, she like as she's getting close to the door, she's saying goodbyes to people. This girl, she's like listening to this in her voice. You've heard me talk about inside. And it's like, look, you have to go ask. You have to ask again. And so she goes up to the lady and she asks her again. She says, hey, look, I, I know you told me no, but I'm really, I think I'm ready. And I, I want to be a part of your group. I want to be your case study. I want to be this first person that you let in. And the lady said, you're just not quite ready. And she go, and and the girl's dumbfounded in her mind. She's thinking, "How does she know I'm not ready? Can she look at me?" Um, the the leader was um, <laughs> the leader of this group was described as a very prominent African American woman, and so this this other lady w had described herself as as a Caucasian. I don't know how that all came about, but she's like, "Is it is it because I'm I'm not black? Is it because like she's running all these ideas through her head of what it might or might not be? And is it because I'm a server? Is it because you've got to have a college degree? She doesn't know if I have a college degree or not, and it's just driving her crazy. And this lady's limousine pulls up, and she heads over, and shuts the door and gets it. And this girl sprints after the limousine. She pounds on the door. The lady inside rolled the window down and she said, yes. And she goes, I truly believe that I'm the right person for this. And the lady smiled and she said, I hoped you would ask three times. Go around to the other side and get in. Now I'm going to ruin the story for you. It's the One Minute Millionaire. It's a great book. You should read it. But between that lesson and, and watching, you know, you can gain lessons from really interesting places. Like, right, you probably didn't imagine that on Money Moves with Michael Munster, and I'm going to suggest that you go watch Clueless for business advice or life advice. But genuinely, it's that's one of the spots where that seed was planted in my mind, along with that book and that story that I'll never forget. 
And so for, for as long as my daughter's been alive, I've talked to her about negotiating for the things you want. I've, I've spoke this over my oldest daughter as well. Anybody who's under my direct management, I talk to them about, look, when you're, when you're trying to accomplish a goal, you don't actually want it unless you ask for it. And you definitely don't want it unless you ask for it three times. Because the thing that you have to take into account is that the world's been conditioned to tell you no. Ever since you were a little kid running around, your parents were saying, no, don't do that. Get out of that. Don't do that. Don't touch that. Stop. No, no. Like negative connotations. And there are, there are pockets of people who are more mindful and they don't do that to their children or quote for their children. But for the most part, most of society has been raised around no, be safe, not don't do that. And so the world's programmed to tell you no. They've been taught that salespeople are bad and they put up these instant, like great big walls and really thick barriers the second they realize that you're there to sell them a product. What a great salesperson does is asks once and then sticks around, walks away, comes back, presents again, sticks around, walks away, comes back, presents again. And you haven't truly been told no until you've been told no three times. You know, we live in the, in the car business. There's a ton of customers in and out of a car dealership. And the saddest thing in the world is for me to watch a salesperson talk to somebody and offer to do a transaction only one time. Hey, I feel like we found the right vehicle for you. I think this is going to fit all of your needs. Is this something you'd be interested in? No, it doesn't X, Y, Z. You see, here's the thing. In every conversation, somebody gets sold. And so when my salesperson says, they told me no, here's why. In my mind, I think you just got sold. The customer just sold you instead of you selling the customer. And see, sales has this negative connotation to it. But the truth is, is that if, the, if done correctly, the customer realizes you're just adding value to their life. And so if you can figure out where they're in pain, you can add value by leaving the pain. Every single person that comes onto a car dealership has a desire or some sort of a pain point. Their desire is to have a better vehicle. Maybe it's image. Their desire is to have a better vehicle. Maybe they need it to get back and forth to work. Maybe they just totaled their car. Maybe their kid needs a car. Maybe they don't have enough vehicles for their household. Maybe the vehicle that they currently have is too expensive. And it's your obligation to figure out what the pain is and ask for the sale. And if they say no, ask again. Politely, differently, addressing a different viewpoint of the same pain or sometimes sprinkling a little bit of salt on the pain and then asking for it again, it's all the same. And that lesson translates over to absolutely anything we're talking about. Fortune favors the bold and the bold are bold enough to ask. So the next question is, what do you want in this life? Well, Michael, I work for somebody else and I really want to raise. Cool. When's the last time you asked for it? And more than that, When's the last time you thought about why you deserve it other than I've just been here long enough. I just had enough seat time. What value are you adding to the business that makes you an asset that's unrecognized? And if you can't think of something you're doing above and beyond your current job responsibilities, what could you do above and beyond your current job responsibilities so that you could step into that conversation and power? Hey, I don't know if you realize the amount of added value that I'm bringing to the table here lately, but I took on the responsibilities of X, Y, and Z in addition to what you originally hired me for, which was A, B, and C. I feel like the added push that I'm giving into the business creates a higher level of value for me as an employee inside of your organization, as an entrepreneur for you, the entrepreneur. And I would like an opportunity to discuss 
a pay increase. As long as you, as long as you frame that conversation, then there's, this, there's an opportunity to be heard. Hey, I'd like to have a conversation with you about my compensation. Is there a good time that we can do that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what day works for you? Next week, Tuesday, perfect. Morning or afternoon? Morning, cool. Nine or 10? 10's good. Can we make it 10, 15? Yes, 10, 15's perfect, go. At 10 o'clock, you're sitting outside the door waiting for your meeting. Unless it's your boss and like he's like a clock watch time, time every, every second counts, then show up right at 10, 15. Don't be late. And go in and say something along the lines of this. Hey, it's super important to me that I have an opportunity to express to you a different viewpoint that you might or might not have already noticed, but it's something that I feel is important. I'd like to share that with you and then have a conversation about my compensation. Is that okay? Or do you have time for that? Is now still a good time? Like pick your ending, plot it out, say in front of the mirror three or four times and then approach. And you see, here's the cool thing about framing a conversation. When you're being bold and when you're asking for something, this could be with your children, this could be in a relationship, this could be with a new contact, this could be with absolutely anybody. When you frame the conversation, when you say, hey, I'd like to have the conver a conversation with you and here are the terms of the conversation. I'd like to be heard. I'd like to not be interrupted. This is super important to me. I really need you to hear me out. Like depending on the level of hostility in the conversation, this is a great tool that you can use to ask. Because here's what happens. When you say, is now still a good time? And the other person says, yeah, you know what? I can talk to you right now. They just verbally agreed to the rules of your conversation. You said in this a minute ago, hey, I've got something I'd really like you to hear me out. I've been looking at this from a different perspective. I'd really like to see if maybe you already are, but I just want to make sure that you're seeing everything that I feel like I'm seeing with boots on the ground. Is now a good time? Yeah, now's a good time. Okay, perfect. They just agreed to allow you to speak from that point of view. And if they start to interrupt or if there's any, it takes an, an ugly turn at any point in the conversation, you can say, hey, remember in the beginning of this conversation, whenever I said to you, I wanted to have a conversation with you and this is what I need that to look like. You just agreed to it. And then you ask. And so what started this conversation for me and this is what's so crazy about the way that we're delivered lessons in this world. What started this conversation was about three weeks ago, I was in California for a conference. And a really great conference, really great people, a good message, like everything about it is, is super, super powerful. And I absolutely love the guys and love what it's about and love it. It's, it's called Wake Up Warrior. It's Garrett White is a brilliant dude and, and he just genuinely has a heart for helping married businessmen. So a bunch of us come together, iron sharpens iron, iron sort of a deal and, and it's just very, very good. It's like Tony Robbins meets Fight Club. Anyway, while I'm out there, we were at lunch. We were in a lunch session. And so um, there was a Starbucks close to the hotel and I was walking to Starbucks. I rarely talk about what I'm getting ready to talk about. I just do what I'm supposed to do according to my own mind. So I have to share this with you to get to the story. I walk into Starbucks and on the edge of the Starbucks, there's a homeless man reading a Bible. And I thought, I wonder if he's eaten today. He did have a cup of coffee. And I thought, well, nice. Somebody bought him a cup of coffee. Maybe he bought a cup of coffee. I don't really care. And just as I was starting to walk by, I thought, he's probably hungry. And so I thought, okay, well, I walked up to him and I said, hey, have you eaten today? 
and instantly he smiled great big at me missing the like the front four teeth i mean just a great big grin he looks up at me and says thank you so much for asking no i have not had a chance to eat today i said would you like me to buy you a sandwich because i didn't want to be presumptuous and just say well i'm going to go get him a sandwich what if he doesn't like what i get him what if he's allergic to it like there are a lot of reasons to just ask and he and like didn't bat an eye didn't break his smile he said can i have two now internally i know a lot of people who would have said you know what buddy i think we're good or would have said no i offered to buy you a sandwich and he would have said yes i'm of the mentality fortune favors the bold and that was bold and so in my mind it clicked well i guess i'm supposed to buy him two and so I said, you know what? Absolutely. What kind of sandwich do you want? And so he told me what he wanted and I went and I got it for him. And a lady standing in front of me turned around and she said, the second he asked for two, I would have said, you know what? I changed my mind. And the guy behind me goes on to tell me a story about something generous he did that someone he felt like he was taken advantage of. And I'm sitting here standing between these two thinking, I'm pr like, I'm happy that the guy asked me for two. I don't, I didn't follow up with well, when's the last time you've eaten. I didn't follow up with why do you have somebody else that you want to take a sandwich to? I didn't follow up. He didn't ask me for money. He asked me for a second sandwich, but he was bold enough to ask. And although some people have this skewed mentality of if you ask you're out of line, I believe it's quite the opposite. When you have a desired outcome that you want and you never ask for it, you just grow bitter to the idea that you didn't get it, that the other people involved in the situation couldn't magically read your mind. Your kids should, should just know you want them to put the laundry away. Your wife should just know that you expect a cup of coffee next to your sink when you get up in the morning, whatever, like I, that's not me. So, but whatever the case is, Whatever the case is that you think in your mind, why can't they just figure that out? Why can't you articulate the question, be bold enough to ask for it? Because I'll tell you, on the other side of being bold is a much happier existence. On all areas of your life, regardless of who you're talking to, regardless of the communication, regardless of the situation, if you truly want something, you have to ask. I'll share one more story about this and then, and then I'll wrap this up. I was in the infrared heater business and, and this was early on in my, in my career inside of that journey. And, and we had first started that company in my living room, selling heaters. Like we would travel around with trucks and trailers and take them all over the place. And, and then we graduated pretty quickly to a duplex and we, we were in one side of a duplex with the garage and the garage was a warehouse and the duplex portion, the living room was our office. And then we graduated to a, to a 10,000 square foot building. And one of the offices was upstairs. I took on a business partner when we graduated to that third building. And so I was upstairs with my business partner and we were sitting and, and one of the girls come upstairs and they said, Hey, your interview is here. So the interviewee kind of marches up the steps. He's very bold. Whoa, this place is really nice. How are you guys? And just enthusiastic and friendly. It was such an interesting exchange. We're shaking hands. He sits down, he interviews. We like the guy. He's got a good energy about him. We think, you know what? This guy's going to be a, a fun guy to have around. He's going to be a good worker, buddy. You got the job. Well, earlier that day, one of our salespeople, it was, was in the fall, and so blackberries were in bloom, had brought us this, this beautiful apple, or pardon me, blackberry cobbler. 
and had, and had set it on the counter and had tinfoil on it. And we lifted it up and smelled it. Oh, it's amazing. Yes, we're going to have some of that in a little bit, but it's still breakfast. Like we're, it's a little early for us. And so now we're closer to lunchtime. This cobbler was put down the hall and around the corner. There's no possible way that this guy could have come down the steps and visually saw that cobbler. But I would imagine that he went down the steps from leaving our interview, us offering him a job, and he smelled it. And so he went on the hunt. And, and this man hollered up the stairs to us, hey, can I have a piece of that pie? And it was all we could do to, like, we, all we could do was laugh and say yes. The man's name's Jerry, and Jerry, one other time, walked up to my business partner. My business partner always wore ostrich skin boots walked it through our warehouse directly to us. Hey guys, I really just want to thank you for this job. He shook my hand. He looked at my, made good eye contact, went to shake my business partner's hand, shook his hand, made eye contact, glanced down, never letting go of my business partner's hand says, Whoa, man, those are some nice boots. Can I have them? Now my, my business partner didn't give him his boots. But I asked this guy one time, I said, you know, you are so bold in how you ask for stuff. And he said, Michael, I'll tell you something. I have gotten hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of items or worth of gifts, worth of services, trips, even a car one time because I was bold enough to ask. And so my question to you is where in your life are you lacking or where are you wanting and where could it the, the solution just be as simple as the ask savvy